0: You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here uh, in studio and actually recording from Toronto this week. Uh, In studio with me, I've got uh, a special guest, an old friend. His name is Mark Salzman. You might have uh, seen him uh, on the big movie screens. He does uh, uh, a little tech segment uh, before the movies. Uh, He's in Costco magazine. He's everywhere. Thanks for joining me, Mark.
1: <laughs> Thanks for having me, Mike. Old friend, in air quotes, right? Like meaning yeah. we go back, not I'm old, right? Well, I'm old.
0: <laughs> you, you seem to be looking younger every time I, oh, I see you. Stop. And I, I seem to be aging Quickly, but uh, how long have we known each other?
1: Uh, definitely since the '90s. Well, yeah. I, w- I would watch you with uh, your uh, old buddy Dave Chalk yeah. on on that show. Um, so I was just sort of breaking into the industry, but it, I would say late '90s, and then we did some work together in the early 2000s, some like live events. Yeah, I, I wrote some scripts at some point, and then yeah, buds since ever since. <laughs>
0: Yes, uh, you're you're like the Mike Agarbo version out east here. Yeah, yeah that's right. I'm yeah, Mike Agarbo for east, and I'm the Canada. Mark Salzman out, out <laughs> yeah, west. People right. uh, used to get us uh, confused all the time. Yeah, that's right. So when we used you had to look similar.
1: We we still do. Yeah, you know, I think we still look similar. Uh, yeah, people would say to me, "Oh, I just saw you on Air Canada. Yeah. whatever. I and used to have a show on Air Canada. Yeah, and they'd
0: so. say, "I oh, I saw you on the, the movie screens at yeah. Cineplex. I'm like, "Yeah. And I, I love just, how I, you never corrected them. I, I used to, and then it confused. <laughs> Why bother? It, it confused yeah. people, and I, like, I just went with it. Yeah, Mike, I'm, Mark. I'm, I'm Mark. Whatever. Sonsman. That's so funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. I've been called
1: worse. And, and I don't know if the Cineplex thing is going to continue, the Scotiabank thing. Uh, we've had discussions post-pandemic. Oh, yeah. And that, I know That I'm being whole world uh, has changed, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, yeah, there's interest. But uh, we haven't. uh, The last one I did was December 2019. So just before the you know what hit the fan. Yeah. A couple months before that. But we'll see. Yeah. It was a fun, it was a good 11 year run at the very least. (laughs) (laughs) You had a good run. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, on today's show, I, you know, I have you in studio here. We're going to talk about some back to school tech gear. Uh, You've always got some uh, great insights into that. And uh, we'll also be talking about some uh, EV or electric vehicle myths. Yeah, you're gonna be like a MythBuster. I will be debunking many debunking. of those myths.
1: Yeah, and I know that you're a fan of that uh, technology as well.
0: Yes, uh, I have one, and it's been the best thing I have ever. Yeah, awesome. Ever did. Good to hear. Yeah, I, I know you're going to be in the market for one. I, time, so. I am, and I am going. To, I'm on the waiting list. So let's uh, talk about some of the back to school uh, tech that you've got uh, your uh, eye on. Obviously, that's a, a big buying time of the year for technology sure. as people, students, uh, you know, obviously are gearing up for school and university um you know what what are some of the things that you're looking at right now? yeah
1: so i would say definitely you know grade grade three and up tech is is an important part of the solution so definitely i would say uh laptops are the most important tool in your arsenal uh, i would say as a student and obviously there's lots of selection out there one of my favorite um Brands is called LG Gram, and the operative word is gram because they're super light. You've yeah. probably seen these things, like ridiculously thin, because nobody wants to be, you know, weighted weighed down with uh, something in their backpack as they're walking between classes or to and from a campus in a dorm room or what happened. Do you remember what all what the happening. textbooks we used to have to carry around? <laughs> Forget the textbooks. My laptop of yesterday it was like the Backbreaker three thousand. <laughs> like I, I had the chunkiest yeah. of laptops that had. Poor battery life, and it was nowhere near the power that you would have in a desktop. But yeah, the desktops, the, excuse me, the, the, textbooks are, are becoming a thing of the past now with digital as my three kids are in university so it's kind of yeah. neat to see that. Um, so yeah l- lighter on your wallet and lighter on your back. Um, but yeah laptops definitely you want to look for um, I'm a fan of the um, Evo certified laptops which is like a little sticker from Intel that you would see on laptops that verify so I, yeah,
0: people see that you know when they're going to the store and what does you
1: know, that mean? Yeah. Right? So it verifies that it has a fast processor instant boot up times long battery life the lg gram by the way this new 17 inch model for 2022 lasts up to 25 and a half hours between charges <laughs> do you remember in the old days like you'd be happy if you got
0: two hours yeah. out of your oh yeah. yeah
1: and that wasn't even that long ago for me no. i hate to say it you know i don't know if it's like you know the what's the expression about the uh the shoemakers kids go barefoot or whatever. <laughs> no, I always had like the laptops that I always used for my own work on laptop on airplanes would last like seriously, like two, three hours. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, so that's thankfully a thing of the past. So big 17 inch screen, a wide 16 by 10 aspect ratio display. Um, and again, Evo certified means Wi Fi six, multiple, uh, connectivity ports, uh, wired ones as well, like Thunderbolt and, and all that sort of the table stakes on one hand, but uh, really excelling in the power uh, display and battery department. So prices start at $1749 for the LG Gram. There are some uh, like if you want to find like an older model, you can like a 2021. But the all the bells and whistles um, that that would be my pick for a laptop for uh, a 17
0: inch university. that's pretty big laptop though but you're saying it's light
1: yeah it's light and even and it's probably in the chassis i could be wrong it that the 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 device itself is probably a 15 inch like sort of like it looks and feels like a 15 inch because there's very little bezel. That's yeah. where I'm trying to go with that. Um,
0: not so articulate there, but you 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 get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I totally <laughs> do. But in, and the cool thing with laptops now, um, you can also hook up a second monitor to these th- things yeah. as well. Right? and
1: portable monitors are becoming a trend. Yeah, um, for those on the go. Again, it's like having a second laptop, even lighter, in your backpack, and then you connect the two together when you're, again, back in a dorm room, or if you're at the library and you've got the desk space. Coffee shop might be a bit of a stretch with that second monitor,
0: but uh, definitely a
1: laptop is great to, you know, go to a Starbucks what, or whatever. What
0: price range are laptops in your mind, you know, the sweet well, spot?
1: Yeah, so I would say, you know, of uh, this LG Gram is more of a premium yeah. device, but it's going to last you. So it's, it's one of those things where you don't want to have buyer's remorse by spending less on something that doesn't have the power that you want um, and then only to replace it a year or two later, right? Um, so look, if it's a Chromebook, Then you can get away with four or five hundred, yeah, you know, six hundred for a good one, and up. And then uh, you know, Macs are about twelve hundred and up, yeah. And then Windows is is pretty wide ranging. But I would again, budget permitting, uh, I I like saying buying a laptop is is kind of like buying clothes for kids. Stretch yourself a little bit more. Buy a little bit bigger than you need to today. Yeah, you know, more power than you need, or uh, what have you, all the all the frills,
0: because uh, you can grow into it. Right, it's a good point. Like I, I used to buy the cheapest laptops because <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm gonna save money. Yeah, but you're not. Like these things don't last. And and I look and now, and it's hard to
1: multitask, which drives yeah. me
0: nuts. And you know, you look at uh, you know, like I've got a few Mac MacBooks. Yeah, and those things have lasted me like six years, and yeah. they're still like pretty good.
1: They laptops. they're well. You pay you pay a lot for Macs, but yep. they do last long. But I'll the same with
0: Windows. When you buy a good, well powered one, they last for years. Yeah, again, so you I, do get your money's worth. I don't out work of
1: it. for Intel, but again, having that Evo sticker, I think yeah. is is great. And then you mentioned monitors. If you are looking for a gaming monitor, so it doubles at, you know, you've got your 9 to 5 school life and then your 5 to 9 downtime or yeah. 5 to 3 a.m. downtime. Uh the Xiaomi Mi uh it's me mi 34 inch widescreen gaming monitor is a curved monitor okay so great to keep that on your desk say in a dorm room uh and then you can bring your laptop to and from the lecture hall but this is a gorgeous high definition monitor that is great for gaming because it also has 144 hertz refresh rates so it'll keep up with the fast action games uh wqhd resolution for lots of detail and um A minimalist design, so this is great. It's uh, on sale for seven thirty nine. It's usually eight forty nine, but that's not bad for a thirty four inch. Yeah, and it can double as a TV. You know, you stream, you stream your your favorite services from there. Yeah, it's uh, Xiaomi is one of those brands where there's a lot of bang for the buck. Yeah, you know that you don't often have to uh, dig deep to buy their gear, whether it's wireless headphones or what have you, but they last a long time.
0: We're talking with Mark Salzman here. Uh, we're in Toronto this uh, week. Uh, talking uh, back-to-school tech. Uh, Mark, we're going to keep you uh, here. And uh, when we come back from the break, we'll cover a few more things to look for. Sounds great. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here. I'm broadcasting from Toronto this week. I've got a special guest in studio with me. His name is Mark Salzman. Thanks for again coming on the program. Yeah, pleasure, Mike. Thanks again for having me. Uh, You also have a radio show. I do. So it's
1: called Tech Talk. And it runs on nine stations across uh, Canada. The one exception is uh, CJOB, 680 CJOB. I know we share a show on that station. Yeah, Winnipeg. Yeah, that's right. So that's uh, called Tech It Out on that uh, platform. Long story. It's kind of boring. Uh, But yeah, so I've been doing uh, radio since the 90s as well. Um, Yeah, fun. It is fun. We're talking back to school tech right now. Uh, What about connectivity then? Yeah, so obviously we, you can have the best gear in the world, but uh, with lousy Wi-Fi, it doesn't really mean much. So I always recommend investing in in every couple of years, at least, in strong Wi-Fi uh, solutions. So I'm a fan of the brand D-Link, and they have a new family of devices called the Eagle Pro AI. And the AI, as the name suggests, it's self-optimizing Wi-Fi. So it, it continuously monitors your Wi-Fi for... Um, better performance. It can make changes on the fly. It can connect you to a stronger pod. If it's a mesh system, it could prioritize traffic. Like if you're doing a video Zoom call and there's something else accessing the uh, Wi-Fi that isn't relevant at that time, then it'll prioritize the bandwidth. Smart things like that, which you can override if you want, but who has the time or, or know-how to do that? So it's a new range of routers, routers, um, Extenders and mesh systems. So yeah, collectively they're called the Pro AI, Eagle Pro AI. And they start at 229 for a three-pack. Mesh, of course, is when you want to broaden the range of your wireless connectivity. It so, just creates
0: kind of one big network in yeah, your house. You
1: plug in these pods uh, or hubs in different rooms, yep, and it makes a wireless handshake with each other. And then as you walk around with your devices, like your smartwatches that you're wearing, I can see, and, uh, you know, maybe a tablet, it'll automatically secure to the, the it'll connect to the, the most secure and fastest and, and more, most reliable pod.
0: It's interesting. You mentioned that you should look at your changing your router every couple of years. Uh, I've been into some people's houses, and they've got routers that, you know, Six seven years old, yeah. and they're wondering why.
1: Why is my lo- yeah? Yo. You know, why is the Wi-Fi so bad? <laughs> and and we have more and more devices. Like, compounding that problem is not only do we, we get complacent with the router that we're renting or buying from our uh, internet service provider, but we also have so many more devices on the network at the same time. That that's
0: the problem, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, if, if we still just had, you know, two or three devices on on our networks, no problem. But I I checked in my home. I've got seventy devices. Well, I think you're a bit of an anomaly, <laughs> but seventy—you know—yeah, that's yeah, but that's think hot. about it. Like, once you start getting yeah. into smart home stuff, like yeah. I have all my, my clock light... radios on Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, light. All my light switches are Wi-Fi, sure, uh, as well. So you know, smart I've got plugs. about you know fifteen of those. Okay, I'm going to name smart home items, and you tell me if you've
1: got one. Yes. Okay, smart <laughs> deadbolt, like a lock yes. for your door. I've, yeah? got, I've got three of them. Thermostat. Yes. Lighting. Yes. Really? Yeah. Like, like, okay, uh, smart plugs. Oh, yeah. Okay, um, I got smart. Robot. I got robot vacuums. I got three oh, of them. Okay, there you go. So there's your seventy yeah. smart speakers. Yes, smart display. Yes, smart appliances. Um, like is anything on Wi-Fi or washer, oh, dryer, my, my dishwasher? Cof- my coffee machine is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know my, why my, my, my toaster oven is. Is it? It's a Breville um, air fry toaster oven, and it's you connected can control with an app. Yeah, yeah. You can preheat
0: it. You can. It'll tell you when it's. Yeah, my to... coffee machine. I can. I have an app that I can program it, but I've never. Yeah, I yeah, used yeah. it once, right? Because yeah. I thought it was cool. And then it's just 10 times faster to go to the yeah, machine exactly, and hit the true. buttons. I also have a uh, a robot uh, lawnmower.
1: Oh, yeah. The Husqvarna. Yeah. yeah, that changed my life. Do you have a smart grill, like a barbecue? That no, will change your life. No. Consider the Traeger family of. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's called Wi Fi technology. A, a, you know, my business partner, AJ, mm-hmm. he's got one. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It uses those wood pellets. Yeah. We're getting really off topic. No. This is supposed to be back to school. Okay, back to but, school. Uh, no, but honestly, it changes the flavor. It's not like propane or whatever. Yeah. And, and you control it all with an app. It'll tell you when it's time to, you know, tell you the temperature of your meat, when it's time to flip it based on your desired doneness. It's awesome.
0: Okay, back to school. Yes, now finish, I'm hungry. Thank yeah, you after very you much. you finished uh, grilling some steaks, there.
1: Yeah. Well, I thought we'd end off maybe on a couple of printers. Yeah. Uh, one would be a, and I know you're familiar with this uh, product line. It's the EcoTank family of all-in-one printers from Epson. My favorite. That print. is life-changing. Speaking of life-changing, yeah. so these are, if you're not familiar, your listeners are not familiar with this brand. These are cartridge-free printers. They take uh, instead bottles. They have these huge super tanks that can hold enough ink to last up to two years, and then when it, and you get that in, out of the box. And then when it is time to replace them, they're inexpensive, uh, and they are easy to fill. They just snap on. You turn sideways, like clockwise, and um, not you, the bottles. <laughs> and then they uh, fill in. They fill all the you know the color and the black. It's ink. so easy to
0: refill these things. Love it. Yeah. yeah,
1: and it's a wireless printer, scanner, copier. So you're paying a little bit more for it. Yeah, this
0: isn't like those sixty dollars printers.
1: No, no, that's a good point. They start at three twenty nine, but again, that includes up to two years worth of ink. And forget the costs on those little cartridges and how it's not great on the environment I hate when the ink used to run out at the most inopportune times. oh yeah Sunday night exactly right yeah. stores are closed you know your, your daughter prints you know Five photos, you know, eight by tens color and you're cringing. So that's the thing of the past with EcoTank. And then one more printer is the Fujifilm Instax Mini Link 2. This is one of those little smartphone printers. They're portable that let you wirelessly print photos from your phone on demand. And then you can decorate your lockers, uh, your dorm room. You can uh, put them, you know, stick them on your binder. And there's, you know, again, little two by three inch photos that are really fun because you can also add, by the way, filters. And uh, frames and and like emojis and all that, really fun. Um, and then there's this feature where you hold the printer in your hand and you draw a design in the air. It's called Instax AI or Air, but a- AR is the operative phrase. Augmented there. reality. Augmented reality, and then it draws that design above your head when you print that photo. It's really neat. I'm not doing it justice. If you Google, so you can do Instax. like a heart. Yeah, and yeah. then it'll be an illuminated. Like it'll look like a neon heart over your head that's not really there in real life when that picture is printed. Really fun, and it won't break the bank. So it's one twenty nine, and then if you do need to buy more of the paper, the the it's for ten photos. It's uh, thirteen ninety nine. But really
0: fun. My daughter loves Fuji f- and the Instax line. You yeah, because they have the cameras. And that's stuff, right, uh, as well. Instant camera. I have that printer that you just talked oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah. So you do. Yeah. It is pretty awesome. It's it's really fun. Yeah. And what it still I still likes just is just to print something.
1: So to to us, our generation, it's nostalgic. Because yeah. in the '70s we had instant, pr- you know, cameras Polaroid and all that, team. right? But for our kids, I think they love the idea of taking a photo and making it tangible, something you can actually hold in your hands, like novel. Yeah, my daughter also Maya thinks it's really fun that you can print these things and then stick them to your bedroom mirror and
0: stuff. I love how they shake them. Yeah, <laughs> We used to do that with the Polaroids. That's right. You're not supposed to
1: actually. That's what. The, well, Fuji, like, uh, Fuji Film says you're not supposed to shake. At least with this technology, with this yeah. printer. You but understand. that's what we did. It's even in that Outcast song. Yeah. Shake it like a Polaroid. But
0: you remember Polaroids? Yeah. Did you, shaking them actually? Help? I don't know. It probably yeah. blurred them. But yeah. you, but the idea is that you're trying to
1: accelerate the because you want the air to to make the the picture show up yeah. soon. But it's That's funny how the kids are doing it.
0: Yeah. Even though they've never seen a Polaroid <laughs> yeah. before, right? It's so funny. Or I guess online. It's like
1: the universal roll up the window, um, you know, gesture. When yeah. When you go like this, I know this is radio, but I'm hand cranking like a window. Yeah. When was the last time you were in a car that had a hand crank window? I mean, it's just, it's just oh, yeah. a universal sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was in one a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah. It didn't have power windows? No, it was an old car. I well, I was going to say, I know it's hard to rent cars these days, but that's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got Mark Saltzman in our studio uh, today. We're in, uh, broadcasting from Toronto. Uh, thanks for all the back-to-school stuff there. Yeah. but I'm going to keep you here in studio because I want to talk about EVs and some of the common myths that we're hearing. Uh, you, you see them online, like all over Facebook. So uh, you're going to debunk some of those. I will indeed. Thank you. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. When we come back, debunking EV myths with Mark Salzman. Stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here broadcasting from Toronto this week. In studio, I've uh, got my good friend and tech journalist, Mark Salzman. Thanks for coming in again.
1: Yeah, pleasure. But
0: thanks for having me on the show. Uh, So you've got uh, radio shows. You're on nine stations. What else do you do now?
1: So I'm a freelance journalist still. So for 28 years, I write articles about, uh, you know, demystifying tech, much like I try to do on talk radio. I uh, try to, you know, break down geek speak into street speak. So that's what I do, and I write for uh, the Post Media family of Sun Newspapers, Toronto Star, Zoomer for seniors, Costco Connection Magazine, and I'm on their TVs as well. There'll be a new video running in August. Uh, and then in the states, I write for USA Today and AARP, also for seniors. Yeah. So yeah, so freelance so you're everywhere. Writing. No, no, but I really, you know, I've been lucky as a freelance journalist. It's been a
0: lot of fun. So let's talk uh, EVs uh, now. Uh, I've I've got a Tesla, yeah, uh, a Model Three, which I I loved. I've saved so much money on on gas now. Uh, I, I spend I used to spend like five hundred bucks a month Yikes. on gas because. Yeah. Uh, I would commute like an hour each way from yeah. uh, White Rock to Vancouver, and, and lower uh, maintenance costs, right? Like, there's no yeah. So I, I spend sixty pay for bucks oil a month. Changes. I pay sixty bucks a month for electricity, uh, and yeah, I there has been no maintenance, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm gonna have to replace the tires because yeah. I'm driving a lot, but but that would happen with a yeah. gas-based vehicle. And the as brakes, well. I don't even know when I'm gonna have to replace the brake pads because. With the regenerative braking, yeah. like the car brakes itself right. to generate electricity. Mm-hmm. So it's not using any brakes.
1: Yeah, there's lots of benefits. I mean, it's obviously better on the environment. It's a quieter ride. I love the pickup, like the torque yeah. is crazy. And uh, you can get still government rebates. They may not be, uh, depending on where you're listening to this across Canada, it may not be as aggressive as they used to be, but there's still some incentives, tax incentives for for buying an EV. And um, there's lots of selection, unlike a couple of years ago. I think we, I feel that we are on the brink, brink of an EV revolution. Yeah. Whether you want to buy American, European, or Asian, there's a lot of uh, EVs
0: out there. So we're going to talk about some of the myths. Uh, What are some of the big ones that you've come across? You see these on Facebook all the time.
1: One is that you're going to have range anxiety, that you're going to be driving and really freaking out that you're not going to make it to your destination because you're running low and you have to charge up. Yeah. Uh, the average range of a BEV, a battery electric vehicle, like you have, not like hybrid and all that. So we're talking more today about EVs is about 320 kilometers. Yeah. And that's enough for, I would say, the average person who's commuting even several times per week to the office, grocery shopping, going to the mall, all that. Um, you can even drive from downtown Toronto to you know like cottage country and back on that. Yeah. But some can go even more. Uh, the Chevrolet Bolt EV, which is coming out uh, later this summer, can do about almost a hundred kilometers more than that per charge. And then you look at the Silverado EV, the pickup truck that's coming next year. It's six up to six hundred and forty kilometers. Yeah. You know, and I know that other vehicles. Um, I've you know seen them at CES where they're going to be. Closer to a thousand kilometers Insane. eventually. Yeah. On one charge. Yeah. And then that's one myth is that you're going to have range anxiety.
0: So that is. I don't. I, I get 300. Think they think they're
1: going to and they don't. Yeah. So 300 is yeah, decent,
0: I, right? Yeah. And I've traveled uh, not just commuting, but, you know, I, I go up Road to trips. Whistler. Yeah. Uh, I've gone up to the Okanagan. And th- yeah, there's charging stations everywhere now. I had no problem getting a charge.
1: Yeah. And that's another myth is that you're going to be hard-pressed to find where to charge up or it's going to take too long of a time. So 85 to 90% of people charge up at home, statistically. Uh, obviously, it's a bit more challenging if you're in a condo or an apartment, yeah. uh, but there's still solutions. And then some people are lucky to have a charging station at their office or wherever they park for the day if they do still commute to an office. And then, of course, there's the public chain chargers. So there's... Sixteen thousand EV charging stations across the country, uh, or, or chargers, I should say, based on six thousand plus charging stations. Yeah. So obviously they have more than one in most cases. An app makes it, or in on your vehicle's dashboard, makes it easy to. Find where it is, even if it's occupied, pay for it, all that kind of stuff. So it's going to get only better, you know, where uh, you're, you're, yes, you have to plan your trip. As you know, if you're going on a road trip and you're in an EV, just there's a little bit more thought that goes in into it than because, you know, there's gas stations everywhere. But, um, you know, you call ahead or, or, or write to your hotel or motel and see if you can reserve a spot with a charging port. I mean, there's lots of ways to get around it. And that's even if you need it. You know, a lot of people, they make it their daily habit. I'm, I'm sure you're similar, Mike, where just as you charge in your you charge up your smartphone every night before you go to bed, you charge up your vehicle. And you can set it to, I, I think, where you live in BC, your your rates, your utility rates are the same.
0: 24-7, so yeah.
1: So in Ontario, that's not the case. Really? No, no. We have like on-peak, off-peak, and mid-peak. Really? Costs. Yeah. Oh, okay. So during the day costs the most. During the night is the least. And then there's the, on, on each end there. But, so you can you know, through the app, just say don't start charging you, your vehicle can be plugged in to your say two hundred and forty volt uh station in your car in your garage, but it won't start juicing up until it's off peak hours. You can do all that. That's know? pretty so, cool. Yeah. So it's as long as you're a bit smart about it. So that's the second myth is that you're not going to find where to charge up. In Ontario, where where I'm based, you know, they they have these on uh these uh en route Stations on freeways and highways where and these right. are fast charging stations. Yeah, they, they, yeah, level three, right? Yeah. So um again, so you can charge up a vehicle from zero to a hundred in as low as twenty five minutes or as high as usually about forty five minutes. I'm yeah. sure Tesla's similar with your DC. Th- the trick is chargers. not to
0: like go like all a, the weight is hundred percent. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. So what what happens if you want to charge your car up to a hundred percent? That's fine at home before your trip. Sure. Uh, but at these fast charging stations, just go up to 80% because that's when the fastest part of the charge yeah. happens. After 80%, it starts decreasing. It's kind of like a plane landing, right? I mean, it goes fast from Vancouver to Toronto, but as it comes into Toronto, it has to slow down to land. Yep, that's And so it's point. kind of the same thing with the yeah. battery.
1: Great advice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, another myth would be that EVs are not ideal for Canadian climate. Yeah. Um, because of the cold weather. Yes, just like... Weather and terrain will impact the performance of a gas-based vehicle. It'll it'll impact range or mileage. Yeah, uh, same goes for EVs. And less of a concern, I'm sure, where you live, Mike. But as you know, Eastern Canada gets pretty darn cold. But they're, they're, they've been proven to work just fine. Yeah, you, you won't get you know the full 400 or whatever kilometers or, or less. But um, you know, GM. Uh, just going back to them for a moment, they they test all their vehicles in North America at in Capus casing. In, uh, in Ontario where it's super cold and they make sure that it works in those frigid temperatures. Um, it's funny, I was just remembering that when I went to Winnipeg for the first time and I rented a car, it had a plug hanging under the hood. I'm like, yes. what's this for?
0: <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> it's to plug it overnight.
1: Yeah, yeah I said, like, what? Yeah. Anyways, uh, sorry, side note. But, um, you know, and, and there's, again, it's, it's also um, your habits. If you're an EV driver, it, you'll learn that it takes less power for your vehicle to heat a seat or a steering wheel than it does the entire cabin. Yeah. So if you're cold, which doesn't happen often where you are, but um, in in Ontario, Quebec, East Coast Canada, or Manitoba, you know it. You're gonna want to heat that seat, of course, and you can do it before you step in, like you can with. Many smart cars.
0: We're talking with Mark Salzman. Uh, he's in studio today about some of the uh, EV myths out there. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, bust a few more of them. You're listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected by Kagarbo here, broadcasting from Toronto this week. We've got Mark Saltzman in studio with us, talking about uh, some of the uh, EV myths out there. Uh, we were just talking about the cold temperatures, uh, Mark, uh, and um, how. Yes, the temperature does affect the overall range, but it's not as dramatic as you might yeah. think. And I just look at countries like Norway. They're like the leaders in electric vehicles right now, and it gets cold in Norway. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But I hear about it all time. Dra- you know, dropping like flies, you know.
1: It's just like saying solar power doesn't work in Canada. It yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, there's a few, you know, extra little challenges, but uh, it, definitely, it definitely works. Another myth that I hear about all the time is that they're just way too expensive. I'm not, I'm not spending six figures on an EV. Yeah. You don't have to you know obviously they there's just like with gas based vehicles there's a wide range of pricing they start at generally 30k and change you know for a less expensive vehicle like a Nissan Leaf or what have you and then there's some uh, and it goes up obviously to a premium Tesla or some other you know BMWs and stuff like that and there's different flavors of EV we we've been chatting mostly today about battery electric like pure EVs yeah. no no uh, hybrid or or anything like that. Um, so that's another myth: is that you're gonna you have to spend you know hundred thousand dollars on an EV. That's and, and again, again, more competition that we see is great for the consumer. Uh, there's still those tax credits. And yep. it's better in some provinces than others, but they're still there. It just
0: seems to be BC, Ontario, and Quebec right now. Yeah, yeah it hasn't really caught on in a lot of the other provinces. So
1: Ontario isn't as good as it used to be. Uh, I remember Tesla. I think sued the province. And then they settled by allowing those who had a pre-order for a Tesla at that time. I think it was 2020. Yeah. Uh, they allowed them to still get that full tax credit. And now it's not as aggressive. But I think there's a federal one as well. Yeah. And and hey, it's, again, it's better on the environment as well. There's a zero tailpipe emissions, which is something to keep in mind. Yeah.
0: You know. But you know, I I'm reading a lot now. You know, people are trying to debunk that as well. Uh, you know, the whole environmental impact, right. saying that do it with the
1: battery when it's gone.
0: Y- y- well, exactly. It. Um, and just. Mining the minerals that go into the yeah. uh, the batteries uh, as well, so I mean I'm still trying to figure that all out yes, um, that does have an impact on the environment, but I mean we've got to start somewhere yeah. you know what I mean yeah, like, that's a good we, point, we just can't have gas powered engines forever yeah. it's, it's it's not, not a
1: perfect solution, but mm. it is certainly and, and it's also like the the performance again, I love the feeling of driving an eV yeah uh, as, as I'm sure you do. And it's just super quiet. So there's there's a lot of benefits. Yeah, of course it's not 100% carbon neutral or yeah. resource. Neutral. Obviously, it costs. You know, there's going to be some primary production going in to get those materials, um, but you know, it's certainly better than the alternative.
0: You're in the market for one. Yeah. So there's I, like there's a whole bunch of ball. on the. On the market now, or coming to the market. What which one are you looking at? The
1: Cadillac Lyric is uh, okay. what I'm down for. Why, yeah, why that the all wheel drive? So I'm a Cadillac owner now. Okay, uh, I'm uh, I'm one of those guys. I like a luxurious drive. Like I like to be pampered when I drive. Yeah. And Cadillac is. I know it's like some people say, oh, it's like an old man's vehicle. It's not. I mean, like I've got like a 36 uh, speaker system. I've got vibrating seats. I love the 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 massage chairs. That is that's what uh, an old man would say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just I just love the. It's got lots of tech. It's got Wi-Fi. It's got uh, you know I use you know CarPlay and Android Auto. It's got a heads-up display. So I like Cadillac. I love. There's something to be said about this drive. The way it handles. It's just like it's like I, I call it like driving a couch. Yeah. Like, it's just so... You, you probably... Yeah, yeah it's so comfortable, right? Yeah, and I don't know what, what that technology is. Someone at Cadillac once told me the name for that. But it's so smooth. And, okay, now I'm sounding old. Maybe. Yeah. But, no, I love it. Look, look, there's some people who love to drive. They want to feel the road. They want to hug the road, and they want full control. They'll drive stick, all that. I like getting from point A to point B comfortable, yeah. entertained, you know, and... uh and so I'm a Cadillac owner now, so I've got a, a down payment or reservation, rather, for a Lyric, which is not coming till early next year, the all-wheel drive there. That's
0: the problem with EVs, just getting one right now.
1: Any car. Yeah. It's
0: hard. I'm get trying to buy a used
1: right. car for my son, who's in university, and it's really tough.
0: Yeah. It's across the board. It, it's interesting. Uh, I want to get an, uh, an EV truck. Yeah. But uh, I think- The Cybertruck? Well, yeah, I have- I have a deposit on that, but God knows when that's coming. out. Yeah. But I'm, I'm hesitant now. Um, you know, I, I just bought a big 35-foot uh, travel trailer. Nice. And I had to get oh. a gas truck. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I was hoping that EV trucks would be here. But I, I just read what an interesting... The
1: Silverado EV. What's yeah, that but, done? you know,
0: I don't, think, I don't think the technology and the battery tech is there yet. I, I just read a really interesting article on the Ford F-150 Lightning, and they did some tests on towing like okay. uh, yeah, I think yeah. up to eight thousand pounds. Like it's rated higher, um, but when when they were towing stuff, it killed the battery. Yeah, like they were that's getting like 90, I don't know they what. were getting like ninety miles range, and if no, you that's not good, it can't work. No, that won't work. Uh, so I, I think I think we're still five ten years away from the technology that would allow a truck to tow a ten thousand pound trailer.
1: Yeah, let me know what you uh, where you net out on that. I'm interested. I've never even thought about that about how much battery power it takes to to pull something like that and and what that impact would be on your range. Uh
0: apparently it's not only the weight but the aerodynamics. Sure. Um yep. so when you get into the bigger trailers obviously they're much higher and and larger so um just the wind hitting it just drags the whole thing yeah. the whole thing down.
1: Uh, just to also, I just want to close the loop on you. asked me why am I going to stick with Cadillac? I also love um, Super Cruise technology. Yeah. I guess it's similar to Tesla's Autopilot, but yeah. with Super Cruise, it um, you know it'll accelerate and decelerate based on the traffic around you. It'll stay, keep you in your lane. It's full true hands free driving. Yeah. It'll change lanes for you. And GM just announced that it's going to be opening up past just highways and freeways in the U.S. and Canada. So it's going to work on regular roads as well. So I I've got a video of me on YouTube. Testing Super Cruise, really cool stuff.
0: I, I love the auto steer on my Tesla. Yeah, it's just, so it just, you know what? It just makes me feel safer as well because it keeps me in the lane. Sure. You know what I mean? And, you know, it, traffic, there's a lot of traffic now, especially in Vancouver. So any little extra to kind of just yeah. make me feel safer. And on
1: longer road trips, you don't feel as fatigued when you reach your destination. Like it's a little, you know what I mean? When you yeah. can let the car do a lot of the heavy lifting.
0: Yeah. Cool. We've been talking with Mark Salzman, uh on some great back to school tech gear. And also uh, busting the EV myths. Thanks for joining us today, Mark.
1: Really a pleasure, Mike. Good to see you again.
0: I'll have to tune into your radio show as (laughs) well. See if it's as good as this one.
1: Oh come on! You've been a guest (laughs) on it before. Nice try. Yeah,
0: hopefully I'll be on. It's
1: nowhere near as good as yours. Oh, yours. I'll say, but uh, we would love to have you
0: back on again as well. Fantastic. When we come back from the break, a little more tech to talk. Stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected, Mike Agarbo here. Don't forget to listen to our sister show. It's called The App Show. It's on every Sunday across the country here on the Chorus Radio Network, and it's on Saturday nights in Toronto as well. We talk all about the world of apps. I mean, we use them every day on our smartphones, but uh, they're also creeping into other tech devices, uh, of course, as well, cars. Uh, also TVs uh, and even a lot of the smart appliances that we're looking at. I mean there's fridges now that have screens with apps uh, You know, especially the ones from uh, Samsung. So we cover all that and just all the latest mobile technology and news uh, as well. Our website It's getconnectedmedia.com. you got to visit there as well. We've uh, got the two radio shows up there. You can subscribe to them as a podcast, which we encourage you to do so that you're always up to date on the latest uh, tech news. It's up on the Listen uh, tab there. But we also have a lot of great uh, videos as well. We're constantly doing tech reviews of all the latest uh, smart home tech and new phones uh, coming out. Uh, there's some new Samsung phones coming out next week, so we'll be covering that uh, as uh, as well. And uh, we also do uh, a lot of giveaways and contests. Uh, so we you know, literally give away thousands of dollars in tech prizes uh, every year. So it's, uh, it's a great site to hit. And, of course, we've got a great YouTube channel as well uh, where you can go directly to see some of the videos I was uh, talking about. I want to thank uh, all the folks that helped put uh, the show together. Uh, of course, uh, John, uh, my producer, and Robin, uh, back of the studio. And uh, thanks again to Mark Saltzman for uh, coming into our program. We'll see you again next time.